Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, how are you? I hope you have had a super week. What a glorious weekend of sunshine. And I did that thing when I had a sneaky look at how long it's going to last, which I shouldn't do, should I? But um, it looks like we've got some sunshine for the week ahead, certainly. So our weekend has been um, one of graft. We've been working in the garden and... um, I think my husband and I found muscles that we didn't know we had. But it is just so satisfying when you start with actually what my son said looked like a jungle. I have to say he did say last night that it it looked like a prison yard. But we've got the uh, cosmetic side of things to do now. But how satisfying to really put in a day's work and actually to work together on it as well. And keep each other going and... um, Hopefully by the end of today, which is Sunday, I'm recording this first thing on Sunday morning, um, we will have some something to show for our efforts. So I'm really looking forward to that and something that I can enjoy throughout the summer as well. And I'm going off tack here a little bit, but one of the things that I always try uh, find challenging and struggle with is that instant gratification versus long-term gain and certainly giving up this weekend to work and and put all the work in rather than sitting and enjoying a glass of fizz in the sun um I've had to keep reminding myself of how once we've done this how it will improve things and how lovely it'll look and how it will improve um, the rest of the summer. So anyway, I hope you've had a wonderful weekend, whatever it has brought. But today I just wanted to talk to you about something that I was reminded of this week, actually. Somebody asked me about it and that's your personal brand versus your business brand. And this is very relevant for you if you are working within an organisation and why your personal brand is so important, even if you work for one of the biggest, most high profile brands out there that is well known why your personal brand is incredibly impactful but also if you are a business owner and you have your personal brand and you have a business brand and I just want to um, define this in that for example my business is Deborah Ogden Limited and of course I have my personal brand as well and the two are intertwined they're virtually inseparable And that is a decision I made. I used to have a business brand, which was DO Impact, which is still my um, name on Twitter and on Instagram. But nobody ever knew the business name. They only ever knew my name because it was my personal brand that was out there. So I decided to do away with the business name brand and and, um, 
go back to Deborah Ogden Limited. Now, that, of course, works when it is me at, at the helm of the business. If I ever wanted to sell the business, then there may be a challenge there. So there is that challenge as well. So the reason I mention this is often people say, well, should I call my business by my own name? Does that mean that, you know, I cover both off in the same function or do I am I better with a name and talking about my personal brand alongside it now this depends on your long-term plans if you know that you are going to want to sell the business then it's going to be very difficult to sell it in your name and what we're looking at here is not your business brand and your personal brand and your personal brand being instead of your business brand. What we are looking at is your personal brand running alongside your business brand. Now, obviously, if you were to work for Vodafone, if you were to look for work for Apple, then, of course, the business brand continues and you are one of many employees whose personal brands are also out there. But if you are a leader within a business, then it may be your personal brand that people have access to before they have access to the business brand. And the one that comes to mind would be Steve Jobs and Apple, um, Richard Branson and Virgin. We know a lot about them as an individual and it might be that you buy into them as people before you buy into the actual products and their business brand. Another one that I was thinking of when I was... Um, thinking about this week's topic is Mary Portis. How many people could actually tell you what Mary Portis's um, agency is called? It is the Portis agency now. I've got a feeling in her early days it wasn't the Portis agency, it was called something else. And But her personal brand, her beliefs, her values, her purpose are all things that we have bought into and therefore that gives us access to what her purpose will probably be and the values of the business. So let's tackle the elephant in the room, shall we? Let's tackle the why people are reluctant to build their personal brand. And the thing that I hear most of all is that I don't want to be seen as the person who's blown their own trumpet. I don't want to be the seen to be seen as the person full of ego. I'm not one of those look at me type of people. And I can see why people think that. It's the same when it comes to any visibility. And when people hear the word thought leadership and building a public profile and even the word influencer, they are very uncomfortable because, you know, there are people out there, aren't there, that perhaps have given a bit of a bad name to it. And we've all seen those people with the flash cars and the uh, sitting on the back of a fabulous yacht or, and showing their perfect lives, maybe their latest watch, whatever it may be, designer handbag. 
We've all seen that type of visibility. We've all seen that type of profile online. And it's certainly something that doesn't appeal to me. Maybe it does inspire you. But for most people, it makes us say, no, thank you. You carry on with your life and I'll go back to my reality. So we're not talking about this, hey, look at me, when we're looking about this type of thought leadership, when we're looking about building authority. We are looking at why not try and teach, why not shift the um, idea behind all this and think about the impact that you can have and think of you yourself in a way of service and bringing a message to people and being the messenger rather than being hey it's all about me okay so I'm going to dig a bit about that a little bit more in a minute but I just want to bring something up that um backs this up why this is so important so last year last summer in 2022 Gallup released some figures around trust and brand and of course when I'm talking about brand here I just feel it's important to say this when we're talking about brand we're not just talking about logos when we're talking about business brands here we are talking about your experience of that uh, interacting with that organization with that institution with that business so for example I've just moved from Vodafone I have been with Vodafone since I was in my 20s and they sponsored English cricket when I worked at Old Trafford so my first mobile phone was with Vodafone and I continued with that all the way through to a few weeks ago and something happened and it was just the final straw. My experience of Vodafone had deteriorated over the years and they just, it wasn't, and interesting this actually when we're talking about personal brand, actually the final straw was how I was treated by just one person within the organisation. Now there have been many issues before that but their lack of interest, their lack of concern that I was taking my business away after, you know, 20 plus years of, you know, a decent sized contract, that was the final straw. And that was the personal brand that impacted on the business brand. So um, this Gallup survey showed last summer that trust in institutions so trust in business brands is at its all-time low so I don't know how many years Gallup has been around but they've been <laughs> researching for many many years and trust in business brands and institutions is at its all-time low so if you are working for a larger organisation, but even it's great to be aware of this as well from a business point of view, as a business owner point of view, the chances are that people will question your business brand. 
And therefore, we need to be alongside that, not instead of, but alongside that, promoting our personal brand as we are able to develop trust much quicker through our personal brands than through our business brand. Now, how do we do that? Well, that is because we are able to show more vulnerability. We are able to show our human side. We are able to bring personality to it. We are able to show behind the scenes. We are able to show so much more around our personal brand that people can connect with. And we have more control over it. And what I want you to think of this, um, an analogy I heard actually was if you think about a motorway or a highway, you think about the motorway being your business brand. So that is the main road, the main route that we want to get everybody on. But we have slip roads and our personal brand is like the slip road or the side road because that is how we access the business brand and that is easier to access. And there are more places to access that personal brand, those slip roads. So think about you've got your main business brand and then you've got your slip roads that are giving you access to that business brand and that is what we are looking at and that is how we can build that trust. Now again it comes back to this issue of ego, none of us want to be that oh hey look at me, well very few of us do and I just want to remind you of something, some of you will have heard me talk about this before in um, one of the earlier podcasts but there's a super book by Donald Miller called Building a Story Brand and he brings in this um, concept of think of yourself as the guide rather than the hero. You don't want to be the star of the show, that is your audience or that could be your message. You are just the guide and the guide is being more Yoda rather the wise guide rather than being the hero in the story, the Luke Skywalker. That's for those of you that uh, follow Star Wars. But um, it's not all about you. You are the messenger. You are the wise voice that is sharing a message to help teach something. And just think about the impact that you can have. And that can, if you think of yourself as serving your audience, even when it comes to posting something on social media, think about the service that you are giving to your audience and how that may impact on their day. I've talked about this before, but if just one person read your post and changed their decision, changed their mindset, stepped out of their comfort zone, took some encouragement or even learnt a new way of doing something from that post, isn't it worth showing up and sharing that information on that day? And we all do it. I think we have this um, belief that we have to impact on everybody. But that isn't the case. And we know with the algorithm as it is on LinkedIn and social media and Instagram, that that isn't the case anyway. But those that need to hear our message on that day will pick up on it and that will make an impact on them. 
So it's thinking about how you show up and how you become the visible expert in your field. So what is it that you want to be known for? Now, even if you work within an organisation and it may be that you are selling plant pots. I don't know where that has come from, but that, that wasn't in part of my preparation for this podcast. That's just come to mind. You are in a business that sells plant pots and there are many people out there selling plant pots and your business is known for being brilliant plant pots but what actually your passion is is sustainable gardening and therefore you want to uh, and and the and sustainability within the environment and therefore everything that you do within your um gardening within your world has an emphasis on environment and sustainability and therefore your business brand would talk about the plant pots and on all the commercial side of the business but your personal brand would always have that focus on the organic maybe I was listening to somebody yesterday in our local um, hardware shop and he was saying I've got a slug problem and the guy said oh we've got these brilliant organic slug pellets that don't harm well obviously they harm the slugs or else uh, they're not doing the job, are they? But they're not causing any more issues to the soil or to any pets or um, any other plants that come in contact with them. But um, and, and that could be the angle that you take so that if that is something that your audience are interested in, they are going to start following you. They're going to want to see pictures of your own garden. They're going to want to hear your opinions on what is going on in the news around the environment and um, conservation and therefore it gives you many opportunities in a very clearly defined area to be seen as a visible expert and if you get that sweet spot when one of your customers hears that they will say that is the person that I want to help me those are the plant pots that I want in my garden because I know that the people work there meet my purpose, my values for sustainability and the environment. And that way, um, especially if you are a smaller organisation where people are uh, buying into a service, that way this allows you to differentiate yourself from the competition and often from a commercial point of view people will pay more to engage with you. A few years ago just before lockdown actually um, I'd been following for many years and had all the books of a nutritionist and personal trainer called Louise Parker and I followed the Louise Parker method, I read her books, I bought into her values, I loved everything about Louise Parker and I uh, followed everything on social media to the point that it became a bit of a joke that, you know, perhaps it was virgin on stalking but we will leave that um but i i loved i bought into her values and i trusted what she shared and then uh, just before lockdown she launched an online course and it wasn't louise that was teaching the course 
And I was so disappointed that I wasn't actually getting her expertise. I was getting those of somebody else. So at first there was a disappointment there, but I knew that if she had put her heart and soul into this, then it would bring her values that I had built bought into that trust that I talked about and then actually the person who led the course was a woman called Mercedes who is if you've ever listened to any of my on brand with podcasts Mercedes is one of the earlier episodes that I chat to and a really powerful conversation actually so I recommend you have a look at that and I will link it in the um, show notes for today but I very quickly realised that Louise Parker obviously employed her team on the same values and I bought into Mercedes brand very quickly because she shared that same purpose, that same enthusiasm, that same holistic approach that was incredibly uh, powerful when it came to Louise's personal brand. So, and she brought a different angle to it. So she was like Louise, but slightly different. And so there you've got the strength of more than one personal brand feeding into their business brand. Okay. And of course, what I should say here is, there is a price point, as I've, I've already hinted at, if you are within a business and, and hairdressers do it, don't they, with the, the more experienced members of the team, you pay more for the visible expert, you pay more for the person whose brand is the most powerful often. So that is an opportunity for you within the business. But more than that, I would say it, it's, it's about building that expertise. It's about building that trust. It's about articulating your purpose so that people have something to buy into. And what they will then do is they will talk about you. I spoke about the Louise Parker method to so many people long before I engaged in her program and lots of my friends then followed her um, and became interested and then bought into the program as well. So if you can talk about a certain topic easily and be very well defined then very quickly your followers will share that message for you they will become your advocates they will refer you on and what happens of course is people get a name and you will google it and once you've googled it and searched it and you can be found people will then look at what comes up around your name so I would always hope if you google Deborah Ogden you're going to get um, articles and and information around personal branding, about impact, about confidence, about me public speaking and keynote speaking so that that is my sphere of influence and it would be the same for you. So it's defining what you want to be known for and then ensuring that when people search, it's your name that comes up. It gives people something to talk about and that is when people are talking about you, they're recommending, they're referring you, they are bringing people onto your slip roads and onto the business highway. 
Okay, so it's all about trust. And, you know, I've talked, I haven't gone into detail today about how we can do this. And this might be something we talk about next week, actually, um, about this social social media footprint. So many people are talking about personal branding and social media footprint as if that is the only part of personal branding. If you followed me for a long time, you'll know that isn't my take on it. And I think I'll do an episode on that next week but really think about your business brand and think about your personal brand and how you can use that to run alongside it to introduce people quick more quickly and so that people can trust your business brand through the vehicle of your own personal brand and we do that by showing behind the scenes the stuff that you are probably doing on a day-to-day basis you might be sharing um, coaching you may be sharing leadership skills you may be leading your team leading your business on a day-to-day basis but the impact of that is just one-to-one or one to a small group But by using your personal brand and sharing that on social media, on podcasts, from the stage, it starts to broaden that audience and become one to many. And that's when the impact really starts to happen. Just think of the difference you would make. Have a super, super week, everybody. I hope the sun continues to shine and I will see you next week. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.